Welcome aboard. So glad you could join us for the Rust Belt Basketball Coaches Network's first Legends of the Game presentation. And we're coming at you this evening from arguably the most beautiful city in all of the Rust Belt, Bowling Green, Ohio. Proud home of the Bowling Green State University Falcons and Stone Ridge Golf Club. If you are ever in this area and you'd like to go out and play some golf, give me a call. I guarantee we can get a tee time at Stone Ridge. And that's about the only thing I can guarantee other than we will have fun. That you can take to the bank. This presentation is brought to you by Game One Sporting Goods and LJ Archambault, arguably the most famous sporting goods rep in all of the Midwest. Game One basically just means game on. Whether it's kicked, caught, struck, shot, played, or chased, Game One has the sporting goods your kids, your team, and your staff needs to be successful. So let's move on now to our presentation. And being recognized as a legend of the game is quite an honor. So the Rust Belt Basketball Coaching Network's staff came up with four criteria that they wanted to be met when we sat down and started talking about who would be people we would ask if they would be interested in being a legend of the game for us. We'd like to honor them. Well, the four criteria, number one, developing a successful program, producing successful players who turn into successful adults, adults who are productive members of society, coaches who give back to the game, in coaches who are guardians of the game. Basically, that means doing what others won't for the benefit of the game. Two examples would be your local coaches association. In this area of Northwest Ohio, we are part of the Northwest Ohio District 7 Basketball Coaches Association, commonly referred to as D7. D7s overriding athletic association is the OHSBCA, the Ohio High School Basketball Coaches Association. So using those two associations as examples, if you're wanting to give back to the game, start off with your local coaches association. For, as I said earlier, for us, District 7. You know, a big misconception is the executive council of District 7 are paid or those positions are stipend positions. Not true. The executive council for District 7, all of those spots, even the presidents, even the state association's overseer, Coach Boyce, those are all pro bono. We don't make anything. Zero. We do it because we want things done the right way, and we do it because we want our student athletes and our coaches to have the best possible experience that we can offer from District 7. So if you would contact the executive council of your local coaches association or 
maybe even, you know, the your state's athletic association or maybe a sport specific athletic association. Ask them what you can do to help. I would say there's a really strong, strong chance they could use your help. I know I could when I was the president of District 7, I could use all the help I could get. So guardian of the game, we you you can't have too many of those type of people. Okay, let's get after it and honor our longtime friend and colleague, Coach Paul Wayne. Coach Wayne's family moved from North Syracuse, New York, to Flint, Michigan when he was a young lad. Coach then attended Bowling Green State University, majored in physical education, which he taught PE and was also the athletic director at Holgate for a long time. I know he taught PE for over 36 years at Holgate. Athletically, he was a three-year starter on the soccer team as a defenseman. The soccer team at BGSU made NCAA tournament made the NCAA tournament during his junior and senior years. He was a four-year letter winner on the lacrosse team, playing the attack position his freshman season and midfield his last three seasons. While Coach Wayne was on the lacrosse team, they had a lot of success. His senior season, they were 12-0. He was MVP and team captain. Coach Wayne was selected to play in the National North versus South All-Star Game. And Coach Wayne earned the prestigious Bowling Green State University Senior Athlete of the Year Award. Moving over to Coach Wayne's family life. Coach Wayne's been married to Lisa Wayne for 41 years. And Lisa just retired from Bowling, from WBGU on campus at Bowling Green State University in the June of 22, where she worked for the television station. One of my fondest memories of Coach Wayne was Stephanie, when Stephanie, my wife, and I would be out scouting or maybe just going to a game, an all-star game, whatever, um, and we saw Paul, you never saw Paul without Lisa. And that was something that uh, made us hit it off even more so right away. So, um, you know, and rightfully so, Paul um, adores Lisa as he should. Kelsey is Paul and Lisa's oldest daughter. Kelsey was Coach, Coach Wayne's longtime team manager, and she still works at one of the pizza places in Holgate. And from what I understand, can uh, produce a pizza that will bring a tear to your eye. Emily Wayne, Lisa and Paul's youngest daughter, is a graduate of Bowling Green State University and has a law, earned a law degree from South Carolina's School of Law. And currently, Emily is an attorney in Columbia, South Carolina. So it goes without saying, uh, you can imagine how proud Lisa and Paul are of both Kelsey and Emily. Let's talk about Coach Wayne's career. Starting off at Holgate, physical education teacher and athletic director. First coaching positions were eighth grade and freshman basketball. And then for the next 36 years, coach was the head coach of the boys basketball team. After he retired from Holgate, 
he decided he wanted to get back into it, so he jumped over to nearby Napoleon, where he was asked to be the varsity assistant, which he gleefully did for two seasons. And I can attest, because Mommy and Napoleon are in the same league, the Northern Lakes League, and we had to coach uh, against Coach Wayne. I'll get into more detail about that later, but it was not uh, something that I considered necessarily pleasurable. From Napoleon to Defiance College, one season as an assistant coach at Defiance College, and then to Tenora High School for five seasons as Tenora's head boys coach. And by that time, I was coaching at Delta High School, and uh, Delta and Tenora played each other um, each of our years there together. And uh, again, whenever you had, or whenever I had, or we had to play against Coach Wayne's teams, <laughs> we knew uh, we had to have our stuff together because they were going to have their stuff together. Coach Wayne's career stats. Coaching record at Holgate, 496, 336, and 33 seasons, or 36 seasons, I'm sorry. Career regional appearances, 13. State championship appearances, 2, 2004 and 2007. State championships, 1 in 2004, which led to a total career record after 41 years of coaching, 539 and 403. So, uh, most impressive, to put it mildly, uh, I know. Myself included, most coaches dream about having a career such as Coach Wayne's. And uh, I, it, it, this couldn't have happened to somebody who is a better person and someone who worked uh, diligently, more so than, than probably any other coach I've ever met, to earn such a tremendous list of career statistics. Holgate, from one winning season to a state championship. And what that means is prior to Coach Wayne's taking the Holgate head basketball coaching position, they'd only had one winning season in the previous nine years. So what that basically means is uh, he had to go in there and rebuild the whole thing. When you take over a program that's only had one winning season in nearly a decade, you know, the civilians, the people who have never coached, have no idea how difficult that is. They have no idea of the organizational skills, the leadership skills, your ability to teach the game, your ability to motivate. All of those things are much more crucial, much more needed when you're in a serious rebuild versus taking over a job where the kids already know how to win. They already know how to play. They've already been taught the fundamentals. But when you get a, when you take over a job, or I should say a coach takes over a, a coaching position where they have not had success in a long period of time, it is much easier said than done to take a program like that and, number one, turn it into a successful program, but to take it to a program who made Two state championship appearances in one one of them. Um, that is special, off the hook special. Um, 
And again, that's one of the things that I think everybody around this area loves Paul so much for is not only taking Holgate from what I labeled from a one winning season in nine years to a state championship program, but he did so in such a way where he wasn't going to talk about that unless you brought it up. You know, Coach is one of those guys who, if you're on an airplane, okay, and Coach Wayne sits down next to you, you know, you have no idea who who he is. He has no idea who you are. And so the conversation starts. He's going to find out a lot more about you than the or I should say a lot more about the person who's sitting next to him versus the person sitting next to him learning about him. Now, he might tell that person that he's a basketball coach and an athletic director and a PE teacher and those things, but he's not going to boast. And and that's one of the things uh, universally in this area we love about Coach Wayne. He's humble. After everything he did, you know, he rolled those sleeves sleeves up and he got down after it and he made that program into a state championship program. But he most certainly is not the kind of guy who's going to boast about that. In his mind, he's more concerned about what's going to happen at tomorrow's practice or tomorrow's workout, whatever it might be. But he's not going to spend a whole lot of time worrying about or thinking about the past. And that's a lesson that I think everybody in no matter what position or a profession you're in should look at uh, having a mindset such as Coach Wayne's. Giving back to the game. Northwest Ohio District 7 Basketball Coaches Association. Our D7 here coaches the past president. And I can tell you from experience. One of the few things I can say I have done that Coach Wayne did is I was also the president of District 7, and it is an overwhelming position. It is a position that challenged me to the core of my professional capabilities. It made me think outside the box. It made me come up with a new routine as far as how I was going to be a great gym teacher, not that I would call myself a great teacher, but I always try to be, I, it's one of my goals. I want to do a great job with my students. So again, I'm not being boastful. I'm just saying it's, I, I, it's important to me that I do a great job every day for my students. So I wanted to be a great gym teacher every day. I wanted to be the best basketball coach I could be at this period of time. I was right in the middle of, of my stint at mommy high school. And I wanted to give those kids everything I had. And then more. And I think most of us feel that way. So that that position made me reevaluate how I started my day, how I ended my day, uh, my lunch period, uh, my conference period where, or what is commonly called my planning period, and how to get all this work done for the benefit of the coaches and players in District 7. So um, it's a very difficult position. Um, I had more of a challenge with that position than I did 
in 90% of uh, acquiring my master's degree. The OHSBCA, the Ohio High School Basketball Coaches Association, coach is also the past president of the OHSBCA. So take everything I just said about being the president of District 7 and now expand that out aggressively. I can't comprehend what that would be like. I don't want to, but I do know that uh, surviving both of those presidencies for in for D7 and the OHSBCA is an, a, uh, you know, not many people have done that. That's just another credit Coach Wayne has, and that just shows you what a organized coach, teacher, administrator he was. Currently, Coach is still the Hall of Fame Banquet Director for the OHSBCA, which is a huge job in itself. So I've been to his Hall of Fame ceremony, and I've also been to Coach Rick Van Meter's when he was inducted. And Coach Wayne does an outstanding job of making sure that banquet is organized to perfection. Awards earned in Coach Wayne's career. District 7, Coach of the Year seven times. Unreal, unreal, unreal. Seven times. OHSBCA, again, the Ohio High School Basketball Coaches Association, 1984 North versus South, versus South All-Star Game head coach. Quite an honor. Very few of us get ever get to do that. Um, quite an honor. The OHSBCA 1994 Ohio versus Indiana All-Star Game head coach, and that's a great honor. Um, that's a great game. Uh, that was one of my favorite parts of coaching was that game at the end of uh, April. The OHSBCA's 1997 Ohio versus Kentucky All-Star Game. Um, another great All-Star Game. If you don't know anything about Kentucky high school basketball, know this. Those folks down there take it awfully serious. The Wendy's 1997 four state all-star game head coach and that's you know that's something that that's supersedes just the state of ohio i mean that's being nationally recognized so that that's i mean you're you're talking a few of us holistically looking at every basketball coach in the midwest and coach got selected for that that that's something that very very few of us would ever uh, have have a experience such as that. The OHSBCA's 2001 Coach of the Year. Okay, so every basketball coach in the in the state of Ohio, and you are, Coach Wayne was the Coach of the Year. Unreal. I mean, that's something people just don't get to experience. Off the hook. National Federation of State High School Coaches Association. Mid-East Section 2007 Coach of the Year. Again, that supersedes the state of Ohio. Unreal. Unreal. The OHSBCA 2010 Paul Walker Award. And I've got a link there that uh, if you would like this presentation, just give, just shoot me an uh, email and uh, I will send this over, this presentation to you. Um, and then 2015, Coach was inducted into the OHSBCA Hall of Fame. So that's... Um, 
unreal, surreal. That's something I can't even imagine. Uh, unreal. But it couldn't happen to a better guy or a hard, you know what? It didn't happen. He earned it. He earned every second of it. And God bless him. God bless him. What a, what a fantastic honor. The OHSBCA's 2022 Larry Wilson Award, Larry Wilson Award. And again, I have the link on this program, this presentation. So if you want it, check out our um, Facebook channel, Rust Belt Basketball Coaches Network, or our Facebook group, YouTube and Facebook are both called Rust Belt Basketball Coaches Network. And I will have this presentation available for free on both of those social media outlets. Coaching mentors. Coach's first mentor is Father Mark Wayne. His dad won a New Jersey football state championship, so it runs in, the, in his veins. Uh, uh, more state championships in this family. Uh, <laughs> unreal. Mark Wayne coached the following players. Milt Plum, longtime NFL quarterback. Tito Francona, MLB player, whose son we what we know well, uh, all too well in this area from the Cleve, his time with the Cleveland Indians. I will not call them the Guardians. Um, can't do it. And then Dave Budd, an NBA player. So what a heck of a uh, lineup there. And uh, besides being able to coach three players who played professional athletics, winning a state championship, I would say that is a unreal experience. His second mentor, Mickey Cochran, Bowling Green State University soccer and lacrosse head coach. Coach Wayne's main takeaway from Coach Cochran was how he emphasized hard work while keeping it fun for his student athletes. And Paul Wayne is most certainly not alone when he says this feat is extremely difficult to accomplish, which it is. You're trying like heck to motivate your kids to win, 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 to practice, 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 excel in the classroom. And sometimes it happens to us all. You forget this is supposed to be fun. So Coach Wayne learned that from one of the best. The legend, a Bowling Green State University legend, Coach Mickey Cochran. I love the quote uh, Coach Wayne told me that uh, he stole from Coach Mickey Cochran. And the quote reads, surround yourself with good people, assistant coaches, and everyone who is associated with your program. Great advice. Um, great advice. So I couldn't say it any better. Coach and I talk a lot over our over both of our coaching careers about the importance of goal setting. And one of the things um, among many that I learned so much from in, from Coach Wayne was his stance and his view on setting realistic goals for his teams. And this is something that uh, I make sure everybody who ever coached with me, especially those guys now who are running their own programs, I hope they felt that I was uh, a coach who stressed this as well. 
which just the only reason I say that is it means that much to me. And I, and I have so much faith or, or belief in what coach said. And that is some teams might only have potential to win five games. Others might have potential to win 22 games. It's your job to recognize that as the head coach. And it's your job to get them to work their butt off to achieve or overachieve or exceed the goals that have been set. Make sure your team is one who the other schools in your area do not want to play. Enjoy your student athletes and coaches. Enjoy your time with them. And then lastly, handle all the speed bumps that occur along the way with grace and dignity. Couldn't be said, uh, said any better. I agree with everything he said. And saying those things is one thing. And we see it with college coaches, pro coaches, people who can pick who play for them. But when you see a high school coach, primarily a guy like Paul at Holgate, which is a tiny, tiny, tiny school, a rural school in Northwest Ohio, and he's doing these things first, saying him second. You know, he walks the walk, he talks the talk, he backs up everything that he said here. And, I, and I'll tell you in a little while why I know that or how I know that. But great advice. And for anybody who is wanting to coach, heck, even if you're a professional and, you're, and you have some aspect of your job description is motiv motivating other people, I would take some time and uh, talk to Paul about these things. Advice from Paul, from Coach Wayne, outwork your peers. Learn from other coaches. Use technology to your advantage by using videotapes to learn from and also read books and attend coaching clinics. And there's nobody in this area. You know, I guess my top three would be Dave Boyce at Perrysburg. Uh, and these are people besides Paul. Um, Matt Brighton at Delta. And Wayne Brooks, who was retired now, and he was the uh, coach of South Bend St. Joseph's in Indiana. Those are the guys who I see everywhere. Jeremy McDonald at Northview is another one. I see these guys everywhere. I go to a clinic. I see them. I see these guys learning in a, a lot of different um, atmospheres or environments. But great advice, again, from Coach Wayne. A tribute to... Holgate High School Basketball. So on this presentation, I have the One Shining Moment video from their 2004 state championship. And I also found a video link to the 1999 district tournament semifinal, North Central High School versus Holgate. And those game or the links for both of them are on this presentation. And again, they are free and available on the Rust Belt Basketball Coaches Networks. YouTube channel, and Facebook group page. And then we've got additional Coach Wayne information, a lot of links here uh, that you can click on and find about anything you want in here. But these are the ones I thought were the most interesting or the most impressive. So you've got those, again, on this presentation. Now back to game one, the sporting goods. The only the sporting goods store or resource the only resource you need for all of your sporting goods. During my coaching days at Maumee and Delta, we relied on Game One to supply and equip our coaches and players 
You will not find a more reliable source for all of your equipment, gear, and swag. I coach for 27 years in two different states, and I can enthusiastically attest Game One is the best sporting goods dealer I ever worked with. There are no close seconds. LJ Archambeau. Um, the guy is almost like a superhero in regards to how he approaches his job. 11 o'clock at night, you know, you, you need something. LJ, meet me here. You know, and he's there. Sundays, you know, he supplied, when I was the president of District 7, the only person I would do business with was LJ. And back then it was team sports, not game one. And it happens every year, no matter whether I was the president, vice president, or a, a, a rep, a divisional rep. We get all the coaches' information in, and let's say it is first team, all District 7. So those our, our student-athletes get a very nice plaque that Gabe One provides. Every year, we send mul- multitude of emails out, messages to the coaches. Be sure to spell your players' names correctly. We get all the coaches' information in. We take it over to Team Sports. LJ's crew makes the uh, plaques. And every darn year, every year, the day of the banquet, usually it was my wife. She would say, I don't think that looks right. And this would be around, you know, 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock in the afternoon after we'd uh, gotten back from church and had lunch. So this is the day of the District 7 banquet. So either venue, whether it's Division 1 and 2 or Division 3 and 4, we're talking about a huge ceremony. Huge. Tons of people. All the players. Mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, aunts, uncles, brothers, sisters, etc. So my point in saying all that is, I call LJ. Hey, I just found out that this needs remade. Then spelling on this plaque is wrong. Meet me in an hour. I would meet him at the shop. He would get it done. We would get a new plaque, move on, and no one's not, and no one's any of the wiser. But that sure did save us the embarrassment and the headache of giving an all-District 7 player a plaque that has his or her, that had his or her name misspelled. So those are the things that you're not going to find outside of game one and i would do whatever i could i would push the limits to get lj to be your school's rep or your team's rep you can't go wrong take it to the bank a little bit about rust belt basketball coaches network in this presentation i have my contact information and i also have tab or uh, links tabbed that describe everything from the services we offer our products, how you can purchase said products, who are the staff members at Rust Belt Basketball Coaches Network, why is Rust Belt Basketball Coaches Network different, and our acronym is RBC, and so how is RBC different? Testimonials from people, from coaches who have purchased products from us, or we have gone to their school and helped a, a, a player with his shot or ball handling or, or whatever. 
or when we flew to Springfield, Missouri, and gave a clinic, administered a clinic on the Princeton offense. And then lastly, a link on how to get our Rust Belt Basketball Coaches Network's freebies, gifts, emailed to you. All you've got to do is subscribe to our YouTube channel, hit that like button, and then join our Facebook group. Send an email to me telling me, hey, I joined and I subscribed, and you're going to get your gifts, your freebies, emailed to you really quick. Well, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to us talk about one of our favorite coaches, Coach Paul Wayne. You know, we could go on and on and on and on and on about Coach Wayne and his career. Um, you know, but when you break it down to, to brass tacks, I think it boils the things you would, when you, when you break it down to the simplest form, here's what you're going to get. One proof that a coach doesn't have to be a great player in the sport that he or she coaches. Coach Wayne was cut from his high school basketball team his senior year. But he was a special soccer and lacrosse player at the collegiate level at Bowling Green State University. Coach Wayne came from and has reared an all-American family, a beautiful family, a successful family, a family that exudes love and everything that a, a solid family, an all-American family should exude. And it's, uh, you mentioned his family, and you're going to see a smile on uh, Coach Wayne's face that uh, could make traffic stop. There was a period of time, you know, 41 years ago, where Holgate, meet Paul Wayne, Paul Wayne, <laughs> meet Holgate. And the amount of joy and pride that the Wayne family brought to Holgate. You can't write that stuff. I mean, it would be a bestseller. One winning season in the nine previous seasons to his arrival to a state championship. Now, if that's not material for a New York Times bestseller, then I don't know what I'm talking about. Retire and take it easy. You know he's going to retire. From Holgate, from the, uh, the head basketball coach, head golf coach, and athletic director, not so much. He jumps on at Napoleon and makes a huge impact on their staff. And I can tell you, uh, their defense was really good before Coach Wayne got there. And it went from really good to mind-numbingly good real fast. Uh, they were a bear to play against. And I stand on this statement, and I know many others do as well. The Napoleon basketball program, by and large, are still reaping benefits from Coach Wayne's two years there. You know, to Defiance College. And then, hey, I'm back. I'm a head coach again at Tenora. And he brought that program back and he brought it back hard he brought it back the right way and on the, when i was at delta we coached we played against each other and uh very difficult very difficult um to coach against and you know chad burt the head coach at wasion who 
Uh, over the years, I've let it be known. I, I think he's the most underrated coach in Northwest Ohio. But he said it best one time, and I know Kirk Lehman uh, said this once as well. They were both slightly differently uh, manufactured, but they both had the same heart or the same meaning. And, you know, everybody knows that Paul's a great defensive coach. And everybody does know that. To this day, that's what people think of other than state championships uh, or state championship you think about Holgate or Tenora or Napoleon defense. But he was a very underrated offensive coach. And I love how we used to talk about being at small schools. You cannot have an offensive philosophy. For example, let's say you're a flex coach. Well, okay, but you're going to have to come up with different variations of it yearly or annually, season to season, according to the type of player you have. So Coach Wayne was fantastic and innovative at coming up with offensive systems for each of his teams instead of being one of those coaches who would say well it worked last year well hell last year you might have had five guards and now you've got three guards the superintendent's son who can't tie his own shoes and a six five post player and it takes him 45 seconds to get from baseline to baseline (laughs) so my point is you're gonna have to come up with a different strategy with that team. And nobody recognized that more or better than Paul Wayne. You know, a lot of people in that area, and I say this tongue in cheek because I I am not talking politics, but they call it the great reset that Holgate experienced. One winning season in nine previous seasons. How did that work? Well, fundamentals, off season work. Goals. We talked about that earlier. One of the other things I loved about Coach Wayne is he didn't stress numerical numerical goals. The process goals were um, the most important. His expectations on and off the court. Establishing an early style of play. For example, in 1987-88, Holgate shot 492 three-point shots. That's almost 500. So they're playing at a breakneck breakneck pace. I mean, that's Loyola of Loyola of Marymount or Grinnell College pace. Those players graduated, and he evaluated the kids he had coming into the program, and they knew they had to change the way they did things. So they went to an offensive system, by and large. Not when I say system, I'm not talking about a mode of play a, a for for example flex motion the wheel you know modern lingo dribble drive all that stuff but he knew he was going to have kids who were plow horses not race horses and they were going to have to play offense longer than the defense was willing to or the opposition was willing to play defense so you know that was something that I thought something I thought uh, long and hard about and, and what a great way to what a great way to hear those things that you've that I had heard from other coaches who I work for and then meeting a state championship coach who believed in the same things, especially, you know, when I was a little younger, I think I was still in my 
I know I was still, I was in my early 30s or mid-30s when we moved to Northwest Ohio. But anyway, um, it means a lot when you hear a guy say those things who has had the amount of success Coach Wayne's had. And again, even though he had to change up his offensive system, um, a hard-nosed man-to-man coach, uh, that was their staple. That was what they knew. And what, what, what we've got going on here in our presentation, this is the 1999 Holgate versus North Central District semifinal game that's in the background. Another thing I love that uh, has brought a lot of joy to not only my life, but Stephanie, is when uh, we're out and about. And I'll see somebody with a Holgate Letterman's jacket or a Holgate hoodie or t-shirt on, whatever. Maybe it's at a gas station. And uh, say, hey, you know, uh, Coach Wayne, and the stories you're going to hear and the smiles you see makes it worthwhile. These people out there, just uh, the Holgate people love him. They adore him. Uh, Ex-students, ex-players. I was lucky to have Alex Buckholtz as my varsity assistant. And Alex played for Coach Wayne. And uh, believe you me, I was not shy about saying these words on a regular basis. What did Coach Wayne do? And that was a tremendous asset to mommy basketball when we had Alex. You know, speaking of gas stations, I was finishing around at Stone Ridge one time. This is probably 10 years ago. And um, for those people who have not been to Stone Ridge, Stone Ridge, Stone Ridge has a beautiful facility where they host uh, wedding receptions. Gorgeous. Well, anyway, there was a big wedding reception, and I was on my way home. This is when I lived in Southie, lived in South Toledo, and stopped at the gas station to uh, get a pop, get a water, whatever, for the way home. And uh, one of the, the the bridesmaids were in a line, and they all had their uh, dresses on for participating in the wedding reception or the uh, wedding, but they all had Holgate t-shirts on over them. And I'm guessing it was just so they didn't get their uh, dresses wrinkled or whatever on the drive. But anyway, um, so of course I asked the question, and before I knew it, I was getting a Paul Wayne story from, I believe there were six young ladies, uh, but it was fun. They each had a different story. Uh, one of them's brother played. One of them's, uh, every brother played. One of them's dad played. And and it, it was great listening to these, these young ladies talk about Coach Wayne. And that's what it's all about. That's an experience that people uh, don't get enough of, especially guys and gals who have been in the coaching profession. But hey, um, we're going to wrap things up here. I hope you enjoyed this presentation. If you would like to be a sponsor for one of our player profiles, coaching profiles, program profiles, or a Legends, Legend of the Game profile, you have my contact information. It's on this slide presentation. We would sure appreciate it. Um, we don't do this for the money. That's for darn sure. But anything we get helps in regards to the cost of technology and the things it takes in the people who help us make these programs and presentations possible.
So your sponsorship is, is crucial to us, as is helping us, our, helping us grow our Rust Belt Basketball Coaches Network. Spread the word. Help us out. Hit that like button on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and join our Facebook group. The more people we get, the more things we can do. For example, we can't post documents on our YouTube channel until we get a certain amount of followers. So we want to be able to put documents or list, label, list, provide documents on our YouTube channel. So any help you can lend this would be great. Derek Sheridan from Rust Belt Basketball Coaches Network. We're going to sign off here. God bless. Thank you so much for your attention and for honoring the legendary Coach Paul Wayne, one of the finest men who's ever graced a basketball court. Uh, basketball court. Thanks again. God bless.